Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel lesson for this morning comes from John, the 14th chapter. Jesus answered, Judas, not Iscariot, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. Here ends our gospel lesson. Please be seated. Well, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I promised my children a few weeks back that I would do something a little different in my preaching, and uh, today I am going to uphold my end of the deal here. And that is, I am going to preach about the cartoon Teen Titans Go. <laughs> and specifically, Teen Titans Go to the movies. <laughs> we watched this uh, for our family movie night on Friday, and I figured that now is as good a time as ever to seize the moment of this illustrious cinematic feature. Now, I'm going to assume that uh, you've all seen Teen Titans Go and are well versed. <laughs> What? Not all of you? What is going on? <laughs> uh, Teen Titans Go! is kind of a comedic spoof, a cartoon animated version of uh, superheroes. Uh, they have, uh, I would say, kind of the main, and uh, now my son can fact check me, and I'm sure he will on the, some of these details. <laughs> but uh, kind of the main uh, organizer and leader of the Teen Titans Go! squad is Robin. And uh, Robin is kind of, as you expect, a, a teen version of Robin from Batman and Robin. And there's also uh, Raven, and Raven has the ability to make dimensions and force fields, right? And things like that. And, can... and she's a demon. And she's a demon. All right, great. Good thing I'm preaching on that. Uh, <laughs> and there's Cyborg. Cyborg is kind of half human, half robot. And uh, Mostly robot, and uh, very much the strong guy in the enforcer in the crew. And there is uh, Beast, right? Is Beast correct? Is that Beast his name? Boy. Beast Boy. Yeah. Now, Beast Boy uh, takes all sorts of shapes of animals. Uh, I should just have my son preach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there is Starfire as well. And so, what does Starfire do? 
She's alien princess from Tamaran. Do you like Starfire, Freya? I like Starfire and also Raven. And Raven, okay, good. <laughs> There's a couple favorites in there, right? Uh, and I think that's all the main crew, is that right? No, uh, no. Starfire can also shoot blasters. Oh, she's right. All right, so there's all sorts of powers here, is what I'm getting to, right? Uh, now, uh, comedically, uh, the Teen Titans Go, at least in the movie, are known as much for their singing and their uh, jokes that they make with one another. As, um, you know, I was reading up on Wikipedia this morning, for instance, uh, one of their episodes features is... Uh, a little bit less serious than some of your more common superhero themed things. So, for instance, one of the episode, episodes revolves around how they have to renew their driver's license after having crashed the Batmobile, right? <laughs> um, or how they have to think about cleaning their clothes after they got stained after fighting with some bad guys, right? Uh, the, taking some of these things a little less seriously some, than some of your traditional superhero comics and uh, series and whatnot. Another feature, though, uh, at least from uh, Teen Titans Go! the movie that we watched last Friday, is that they always kind of have the older superheroes to really fight the bad guys for their, uh, on their behalf. And so the stakes are a little bit lower, right? They, they don't, they got these superpowers, they can fight the bad guys, even though one of them is a demon that I didn't realize. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's always uh, the older superheroes to kind of come in and save the day if in the end they can't do it. Now that, that is uh, a little bit upended in the movie version, right? The main, the main version of Teen Titans Go! is the series and the show. But in the movie, all these older bad guys who typically come to save the day are taken over by and uh, kind of in a hypnotic trance by the bad guy, Slade. He has this broadcasting thing that he takes over and is able to uh, fully entrance all the serious adult superheroes. So in this moment, all who are left to save the day are Teen Titans Go! Now, I won't uh, give anything away other than to say you'd be surprised at how they're able to step in and step up and rise to the occasion. You're all going to go out and watch it now, right? <laughs> no spoilers here, right? I tell you that to tell you this. There's a similar thing played out between the disciples and Jesus as he is about to head off and uh, return to his father's house. Once again, uh, we are still in this section of John where Jesus is kind of making his farewells to the disciples. And uh, this, this great, powerful leader and miracle worker who's kind of always had their back these past several years and been the one to save the day for the disciples, he will be departing. He will be heading to his cross and his ultimate death and even, his even more ultimate resurrection. But he promises them that when, they, when he leaves, they will not be left alone. Jesus promises them the Holy Spirit, the advocate. In Greek, that term is a paraclete, right? And many thanks to Dan. I didn't realize there are so many Greek city names that you would be muddling through today. I appreciate you doing your best to rise to the occasion. 
But uh, say that word with me. It, this one is actually, uh, it's not a city name. It's the name, the Greek name for the Holy Spirit is paraclete. Can you say that? Paraclete. All right. Wonderful. You guys are Greek scholars already. <clears throat> now, paraclete is the, the name for the Holy Spirit in the Bible and what we encounter in Acts here. And paraclete is uh, often translated as advocate or often comforter. And literally, it's translated as one who comes alongside with, right? Para. Um, actually, yeah, in, in our school professions, right? Paras or paraprofessional means to come alongside with, right? Um, <clears throat> and the, the Holy Spirit is promised to the disciples. As Jesus is uh, telling them that he will soon face his end and return to the Father's house. They will not be left alone. They will be given this advocate, this Holy Spirit, this, this great comforter, this great supporter, this divine supporter, who will come alongside them in their moments of needs, need. When evil besets them, they will not be left alone. When they feel adrift or without purpose or guidance or a leader, they will in fact have this great supporter coming from on high who will be there when they needed that support the most. And this Holy Spirit would do great things, would send them far and wide as indeed they did. It's pretty amazing when you study the lives and witness of the apostles. Not, on, not only did they preach in Jerusalem, but they went on to places like modern-day Turkey and Greece and Egypt, Rome, and even to the east, they went to places like modern-day Iraq and Iran, and there are some records that they made it as far east as India and China. Right? Places that are, were just unimaginably far in the ancient world. And yet they were spurred on by this great power that came in Jesus' absence, this great power that was promised to them, this power of God that was at their backs. And when they endured hardship and persecution, they were comforted. When they endured distress and desolation, they were supported. When they endured all sorts of setbacks that are uh, just in worldly sense unbelievable, still they persisted. They persisted because they had this great paraclete with them, supporting them on the way. They were not alone in the mission that God had set before them and had placed on their hearts. But they had God walking with them each and every moment of the way. Much like Teen Titans Go, who are missing their Supermans and their Batmans and their Wonder Womans, right? As they're taken in this trance by slave. There, I worked it in again, guys. <laughs> Disciples had lost their rabbi. They had lost their great teacher. In many ways, they were alone. Everything that they had upended their lives for, right? They had left their jobs. They had left their homes. They had left their families. They had left everything behind to follow this good news of Jesus Christ. All of that, in a moment, seemed to die on the cross with him. And yet... And yet, it did not. And they were spurred on by this great paraclete that led them forward. 
led them to new places and new beliefs and new started church communities all across the known world. It's really amazing when you look back on the history of the apostles and how they were able to spread the good news wide and far. And they were able to do that because the paraclete, the advocate, the holiest of spirits was supporting them along each and every step of the way. As Christians, we confess every week here that we believe in one holy Catholic church. By the way, that's not Roman Catholic. That's church. Catholic means universal, right? A church throughout space and time that supersedes any specific congregation, any specific place, any specific generation. That the church binds us and is formed as a place for us to gather and to support one another. And when we do that, we, we confess that the church is the work of the Holy Spirit. The reason we are here at all able to support one another through good times and through the hardest of times is because God has made a way. God and the Holy Spirit has made a way for us to gather and to support one another. And I promise you today, friends, just as Jesus promised his immediate disciples, when you face hard times, when you lose loved ones, when you face setbacks in your family, in your work life, in your home life, whatever, when the way is disrupted, when grief is clear, swells up around you, and seems to overwhelm you, remember, remember, God is there. God is there when you are at your lowest, when you are at your loneliest. God is there spurring you on, leading you forward, supporting you each and every step of your way. Just like the Spirit supported the disciples in theirs. A promised Spirit that was spoken and given to the disciples is promised to you each and every day of your life. May you trust that God is still leading you and supporting you on your way. May you take hope and heart from that knowledge. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.